Well, hello everyone and welcome to GG in the 561. I'm Pam Barker. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Gary, for joining me today, too. Hey, Pam, you're welcome. Always happy to join the podcast. I really I do appreciate that. Uh, stick around with me, Gary. Don't go anywhere because at the end I want uh, to talk about a prior podcast and a new YouTube thing you did. So don't go anywhere. Stay with um, me. I'm sticking. Um, several things to talk about today that are that are kind of fun. Let's kick it off with Barbie. Barbie has had a bad rap for a long time, and it's all been very silly to me about toys. It's the same thing with Barbie. You know, girls want to look like Barbie um, in their body shapes. To me, that's the same thing as saying that kids that play with weapons want to grow up and, and really use weapons on people. I've never really agreed with that philosophy or thought process. But here's why I bring up Barbie, because Barbie, Mattel, the makers of Barbie, you know I have a lot of Barbies. I have the collectibles that many, many of them are not out of the boxes, have never been out of the boxes. It's kind of a storage problem, and we have given some to Kate that were really in the box and (laughs) worth money and let her play with them, let her take them out by simply because we've moved them around a bit and the boxes begin to show the, the, the age on them. And so we let her have them to play with. But here's what they're doing. They're making a new series of inspiring women Barbies. I love that. That's a, that really is a great idea. Uh, they're about $35, which is... Um, a, a, a reasonable price, but Jane Goodall really stood out to me uh, as how cool is that to teach children of any 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 gender can play with dolls. I, I have always had a real problem of gender specific toys, whether it's the vacuum cleaner that if you notice the last time I checked the play vacuum cleaner kitchen things they always had little girls on them, mm, little boys need to learn those skills yeah, as yes, well. Um, so I, I've never really liked boys can play with dolls. They need to n- learn how to nurture in the same way. They are nurturing. They don't have to learn that. It's in us. It's in all of us. It's just how we're steered. It's like, well, you can't be an artist because the teacher tells you that. Well, mm, no, sorry. But you have now these uh, Barbies, Maya Angelou, Uh, Rosa Parks, uh, these really iconic, strong women that you can now buy as Barbies. So my problem is, I want to buy one, and I think probably I will buy Jane Goodall, because she, I think she's just extraordinary as a human in how she has dealt with what she does. I think she's incredible. Yeah, I agree. I mean, really dedicated her life, you know, to uh, such a great cause. Uh, Susan B. Anthony is is also one. So <clears throat> I may collect all of them and just, you know, have them and save them for Kate. I don't really know, but I, I really did think that was, was pretty cool. Now let's talk about something really idiotic. Let me ask you this, Gary. We've traveled a lot. We do travel a lot. <laughs> we, well, we have before the pandemic. Um, 
why can't Americans behave themselves when they go abroad? Why can't they follow the rules? Why can't they be respectful? And why do they complain and say, this is not like home? This is, well, it's not like this in America. But they take it too far even from just complaining. And they just really get in trouble and they cause other people trouble. Hence the Mount Vesuvius incident that just happened with a guy in his early 20s. Yeah, it seems like every day or every week you read another story about somebody trying to take a selfie, uh, you know, because it's all this pressure to post everything you do on social media. And uh, apparently this guy was trying to take a selfie at the volcano. Yeah. And uh, didn't really work out for him because he fell into the volcano. Mm -hmm. Trying to receive, to retrieve rather his phone. Now there's there's more to this story than just another idiot trying to take a selfie to prove how cool. I I we do selfies. I mean I am not slamming that. I'm not judging them. I'm not because we're having fun. We want to. We're just being. You and I are just being goofy, and our our selfies reflect that clearly. But but in this case, this family went around the the visitor turnstiles number one they did not even have tickets that's right yeah they did not have tickets and then they did not stay on the designated pathway they went off off track to where it is forbidden for people to go but they did it and you know that's it's not only happens like obviously overseas but uh you know, there have been several incidents in Yellowstone Park of people yeah. getting gored by bisons yeah. and going off trail and off into places, like you say, they're not yeah. supposed to be. And not heeding, keep a safe distance from sad creatures or nature, because you can tear up nature. And once, once these things are gone, once you have destroyed them, they're not coming back. In this case... Uh, the the uh, guy was really lucky because he ended up with cuts and bruises and stuff because when he went into the volcano, he then fell deeper into it. He had to be rescued by an Italian uh, rescue. You know, the, the uh, guides and stuff came very quickly, um, but then a helicopter had to be called in. It was a very expensive rescue. So now the family... What was a selfie turn, has now turned into legal action against this family and money. They're, they will be charged not only for what they did, um, but also they are they're pretty sure they're going to have to pay for all of this, the cost of this rescue as they should. As they should, yep. Follow the rules. How hard is that? When you respect the other people's country, I mean... That's what I always say that people that scream about speak English when you come to this country. It's like, okay, well, let me get this straight. So when you go to, let's just use Italy because we're talking about it. Um, you are speaking Italian, being respectful of them. People visit, let mm -hmm. them speak their language. It's, it's very self-centered and yeah. very self-involved. Let me, let me remind people about... Uh, this volcano, Mount Vesuvius. It is the one that... <laughs> yeah, swallowed up Pompeii <laughs> Thank in you. 79 AD. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and it's still, it's still active, I think. 
Exactly. Or yeah. you never know. I mean, so um, let's talk a little bit about macrame. I kitted our good friend <laughs> who is a, a renowned designer. He does uh, amazing uh, interior design, has been featured in Architectural Digest. He's well known. And we had a lovely, a few months ago, chat about macrame being dead. Macrame's dead. It's dead. And he really took issue with that. So we were with them last night. This this conversation turned to macrame again. (laughs) Um, That's a great cocktail topic. Oh, it was really fun because guess what? They <laughs> couldn't wait to tell me macrame's not dead. What I read <laughs> was totally wrong. I'm I'm so frequently wrong, uh, and I am wrong about macrame because they're seeing macrame everywhere they go. Uh, all of these, and I'm talking about places to buy, not not hanging somewhere. But we had macrame. I uh, let me remind people I am not crafty, so making macrame. Uh, it certainly was never in my wheelhouse, <laughs> but we had back in the day with the ferns and the oh, it was it was a big deal and the cedar and you know yeah you know, we had macrame. So here's what I told him. You know I begged actually I was pathetic and sad to because he is so gifted and he can he can make magic with with you know like he can turn plain ribbon and some item into a beautiful piece of art ornament or something. So I said, please, you know, make me some kind of fabulous macrame. Cause I wear a lot of duster things and over, you know, like mesh, uh, ponchos that go over shirts and things. I wear a lot of that flowy stuff. And so I begged him to make me one of those with lots of fringe and stuff hanging <laughs> from it out of macrame. So, I don't know what he thought about that. I don't think he laughed at me. But I do wear these things that are, I had a conversation, had the opportunity to have our granddaughter for a few days, Kate, and she's very inquisitive and she wants, she doesn't like, she's like me, she doesn't like an unsolved mystery. So I began to talk about, we were sitting down, I was having coffee, we have these great conversations early in the morning. Which um, she is, I've never shared with her how I'm not a morning person. And so for me to do this with her <laughs> shows my great affection, my, you know, my deep, deep love for said granddaughter. But what I was saying was um, she wondered what these things are called. They're just like, you know, these flowy fabrics with armholes and you put them over stuff that you wear. And I said, well, back in the day... These sort of things were a variation of this, where it had buttons and and, um, it was something that a woman wore when she got up to make breakfast. What what I'm talking about, these are things that you wear out. They're they're not intimate wear, They're, they're, they're not. But I said they were called dusters and women wore those in the morning. They didn't have time to get dressed anymore. I said, I don't know anymore. So we we decided to Google duster women's apparel. And guess what? These things that I wear, they're still called dusters. If you you Google them for sale, uh, these things are still called dusters. Now, they're not the same as what I grew up with my mom wearing. 
uh, with the buttons. It's, it was like a robe, really, but they were just, they were lightweight and they were um, not like a heavy duty robe. So they were just short to the knee and kind of dust dressing. But I will say this, um, thank you for ordering me something really fabulous. And I do want to talk about Pride too. The best robe ever that, <laughs> that I now have. <laughs> it is so Art Deco uh, period, 30s. Because it has these these kind of bell sleeves with feathers all around them and feathers on it. Oh, it, it actually touches the floor with feathers. It I love looks it. fabulous. I love it. It's it's so retro. I absolutely love it. And of course, Kate had to wear it when she was here. <laughs> but let's talk a little bit about Prime uh, Prime Day. Yes, it just uh, there. Of course, that's their big, almost equivalent Black Friday sale and Amazon Prime had two big sale days, July 12th and 13th, where they put a lot of stuff uh, on with great prices. And I think it included a, I think I saw a 55 inch TV for less than $300. (laughs) So that's incredible. Do you remember how much we paid for our first huge television? I mean, thousands and thousands. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Wow. And uh, so this is like a big buying frenzy on Amazon for, for the last two days. Well, one thing that you know I have been wanting for, for a while, and I, we were in Cozumel with our granddaughter Kate last month, and we went deep into the jungle um, for a, a fabulous thing that we did in Cozumel. Um, and it was really hot, and I wish I'd had what you bought me then. It's a neck fan. And I have had all kinds of fans because where we live, it's, it's warm year-round. I have had the kind that plug into the phone. They sit on your, they really attach to the phone. Uh, the kind that you wear around your neck as a necklace, like I'm, I'm talking on a string and it hits you mid-chest. And it's like, it looks uh, like a transistor radio. I've had that. I've had the kind that... Uh, are attached to a water bottle. Um, so I've had all different kinds, but this one really intrigued me, the neck fan that, and when I say neck, I mean like a necklace. It is, it goes around your, literally on the neck. Yeah, it just wraps, wraps, you can, it's flexible. You can mm-hmm. kind of position it the way you want to. Yeah, and it, it is rechargeable. I really love that. You plug it in just like you do your phone. And, um, and it has different speeds, and <coughs> I wish I. <clears throat> yeah, it's. Uh, <coughs> Excuse it me. Would have been great to have in Cozumel for sure. Yeah, and I could have shared it with Kate as well because I did take, you know, like a wet washcloth to put on her, uh, on her neck, and we had uh, hats and stuff that we wore. Um. I am very excited. I'm still very excited about the podcast I did with Peter Canego. Yeah, that was, uh, I mean, you know, such a fascinating guy that <coughs> that uh, has such a, 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 a deep background. He's known as a maritime historian. He was on CBS uh, TV recently. He also had an article printed about him in the San Diego Union. And uh, we've known him for several years. Uh, and he collects memorabilia from old cruise ships. 
and has got uh, as as well as uh, does a lot of travel writing. Mm -hmm. uh, but what was interesting was your podcast focused on another part of his career. Yeah, it did, and on his on on his mother, who uh, Rosalie Calvert is Peter Canego's mom. His dad. Uh, was an actor. Peter Coe was his father, and he was in many very well-known films. Um, but his mother was uh, an. She was in a few movies, but uh, she was very well known as a model, and she had relationships with top designers. And so it was really fun to to do that podcast and to talk about the group Sparks and the documentary on Netflix. That he that Peter appears in, um, so it was just it was a great fun um, podcast for me to do. He was the dream guest, and and he's just a nice guy. You know what? He's he is all that you said. Fascinating, articulate, um, wonderful writer, world traveler, maritime historian, but he's he's just nice and he's funny and down to earth and it was a very fun podcast and people can uh hear the podcast but you 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 were on to the on to that way before me because you did a, a piece on peter what um what year was that well i think it was 2019 uh i believe um we met on a cruise ship and uh when I learned about his background and uh, after the cruise, I did an interview with him. I thought it was longer than that, but maybe <clears throat> maybe that's right, uh, 2019. Because that was just such a blur. We were gone the whole, that whole year traveling from one, one thing to the other. But uh, So everyone, read, go to NorthPalmBeachLife.com and, and type in Peter Canego as well. K-N-E-G-O is how you spell his last name. Right, and of course you can find it on your podcast page. Yeah, right. And and I really love the fact, something new and exciting for my podcast, that you're just launching. It's it's just starting. Well, I wanted to go ahead and uh, we, North Palm Beach Live has, of course, a YouTube channel. We've had it for a long time. But I thought it'd be a good idea to go ahead and launch a GG and the 561 YouTube channel because we can take these podcasts and turn them into uh, videos, uh, basically. I mean, it's, it's, it's still talking, but... Mm -hmm. uh, it's audio, yeah. It's audio, but you can upload it to YouTube. So, uh, so now you have a new YouTube channel. I'm very excited about that. So everyone not only subscribe to my podcast, but to both of our YouTube pages. I have had some really great podcast with unbelievably fascinating people uh, from all different types of careers and lives and so I'm very excited that it will be there so thank you so much for doing that and I hope everyone will go find that right and I've just started moving some of the uh, podcast over there so you there's kind of a, about a half a dozen now but we'll be adding to it yeah uh, quite a few more it's just started, so it's still just a little baby, little baby YouTube channel. So, but but stick with it because uh, more and more will be to come. 
So thanks, Gary, for joining me today. Thank you for doing all that you do uh, to make everything click with the podcast and our website and everything else. Always keeps, a pleasure. Keeps you busy. Thanks, everyone, for being with me here today. These podcasts are always available, of course, on NorthPalmBeachLife.com. You can find many other interesting things there. Gary does keep it easy for you. Just There's a search box. You can type in names of things you want to you want to read about or just look at the photos. Many photos and videos are there. Visit us at northpalmbeachlife.com, Gigi in the 561 on YouTube as well. You can find stories about travel by Gary on All Things Cruise. It's G-E-R-R-Y, but it is pronounced Gary Barker. So just go to the search Type his name in, and you'll see what he does over there as well. He's a busy, busy guy. These podcasts rest in many places on many platforms. As you know, if you are a listener, we appreciate you for being a listener. They're on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, and many other platforms. So I hope you will subscribe and stay with me to hear what comes and go back. Listen to some of the the ones that I did back in uh, 2021. Just, you know, go on back because some of these people are are really fascinating. I think you will enjoy hearing them. Don't forget about my books, Pamela Barker on Amazon. I'm not John Steinbeck. I'm not Hemingway. I just write for fun. I write characters that I would want to hang out with. I also have a children's book. It's about mm, a little dog that has a barking problem. And I really wrote that in all honesty for our granddaughter, Kate, when she was just learning to talk. So just a fun, really short read there. Kiki the Cavalier is that little children's book as well as my others. So we're out there. Whether you want us to be or not, we appreciate you. We see all the dots on the map. We know you're there and we appreciate it so very much. I'm Pam Barker, and this is my podcast, Gigi in the 561. Stay with me.